episode 28 of 4630 with uh, Stephen Marshall um, and James Yorkston. How are you, Stephen? <laughs> <laughs> you right? Yeah. What's up? Yeah. Uh, no, it was the way that you said Stephen Marshall. Oh, I was just being polite. Uh, yeah, it was very polite, wasn't you it? You know, you're like a bully. <laughs> you know, at school when you got called in and they were like, don't, you know, just stop hanging about with bullies and it'll make you happier. Maybe yeah. that's what I should do. Maybe yeah. this should be the last one if you're just going to laugh at the way I speak. Well, it's only when you do funny voices. Only when I do funny voices. <laughs> that's fair enough. Um, got some great feedback about last week's 4630. Episode 27. Episode 27. Really? Um, we had a, a message from someone who called Jemima. It said that she didn't believe the story about CC seeing the source <laughs> on the seesaw. <laughs> No, I don't. I don't believe it either. Well, have anyway. you got proof now? No, I don't have proof. And we also had uh, a guy saying that we shouldn't do comedy voices because it uh, belittles us as. as um, yeah, well, that's fair enough. I mean, it's kind of like the lowest form of humour. But then I thought the lowest form of humour was when we did that Ted Chippington joke, which was, roughly speaking, that one. Do you remember? Yeah, that was that was lower than. Then uh, the saw the sauce on the seesaw. Yeah, it was last last episode was a, a comedy filled half hour. <laughs> it was, <laughs> yeah. Um, what have you been up to? Uh, swimming. Amazing. So where have you been swimming? No, I've not been swimming. I was saying that because I thought you would think, oh, that's nice. Stephen's been swimming too. Yeah, and no. We've both been swimming. I tell you, my heart jumped and I thought, oh, that's lovely. It's beautiful. No, I'm not swimming. swimming. I was almost swimming, but instead of swimming, I decided to drive through to the big city. Once in a blue moon, I go to the big city and uh, I bought some. Um, I went to one of the Chinese supermarkets and just bought a load of. In Glasgow. No, in, in Glasgow. <laughs> Imagine going to Glasgow. Um, I had a, I had a, I had a guy phone me up the other day. A, a German phone, a, a German phone interview, uh-huh. and, and he said, "So you are based in Glasgow?" And I was like, what? Wait, I thought Come you were. On, man. I thought you were going to do comedy voices. Anyway. I wasn't doing comedy voice. That was an exact copy of his voice. But I just thought, come on. I mean, you must know that I'm, I don't live in Glasgow. I mean, come on. I mean, when you do research on someone, yeah, he wouldn't. He wouldn't have done any research, really. But then I don't know. He didn't do any research. But then he he seemed to really love. I used records, to live in Glasgow. So. Did you know that? Well, I can tell from your Glaswegian ways the way that stuff disappears from my pocket and ends up on eBay and stuff and like that. And the fact that I eat a square sausage and you eat a square breakfast. Yeah, I used to run booze shops in Glasgow. I don't go to um, I don't go to Dundee very often. I go, I'd say once in a blue moon. Um, but it is worthwhile for saving saving money if you're going to the Chinese uh, supermarket. Is that where you went? You went to Dundee. Yeah, yeah. And because you get mu- the noodles are so much cheaper, and the sauces and the and the chilies and the spices and stuff, so much cheaper than than the local supermarket. Have you told Crispin this? Oh, it's nothing to do with him. <laughs> Crispin's a guy who runs a local uh, shop. It's nothing to do with him. It's uh, it's that's just... where I go for my brown rice noodles. Oh, really? To Crispin's? Uh, well, uh, so give me an order next time. It's a blue moon. I'll I'll go to Dundee and I'll get you some. Is it a place? Oh, it's not the blue moon takeaway, is it? No. No, a blue moon is an expression that means like very rarely. Ah. So when you say once in a blue moon, it means I'll be doing it very rarely, very occasionally. Because if you do it too often, I, I have to save at the time because I save money on the purchase. But 
if I went every week, then it'd be a waste of fuel. You know what I mean? A waste of fuel in my car. Yeah, I guess. Even I'm... though my car's got a good uh, MPG. No, no, that was too far. Let's put a record on. <laughs>
Who was that, James? That's John Hopkins. That was from a. In 2008, I did a record called When the Hire Rolls In, and uh, it came out in a box set. And on the box set, there was. um. Within the box set, there was a CD of covers and a CD of remixes. And that was his cover of a song of mine called Heron. Do you know? Um, do you know why the box set was really good? Uh, no. Well, Cox. I mean, I liked it because I put a lot of work into it, and and people who contributed the songs were were really good. Yeah, uh, that's fine. But the stuff that uh, the reason I found it really useful was that that album fitted into it, and Year of the Leopard fitted in, and the Ten Inches. Well, that so, was the idea. Was that the idea? It was supposed to be a box full of JY stuff. Ah, okay. To put all the sort of athlete stuff in, because then we knew everyone was going to start getting too ill and they were going to start dying, and then it would be a different stage of my career. There was me thinking I'd been really clever at thinking... And there was oh, me just having some black humour at the end. <laughs> um, no, that wasn't the idea, because we did it again with, uh, with the next one. I was a cat from a book. Yeah. We did it, but it wasn't quite the same, because it was like we gave away a... It was a chessboard or something. Like backgammon. Backgammon. I mean, it was it was quite good fun, but it wasn't the same as like an amazing CD of covers and remixes. Ah, yeah, I suppose, yeah. What did you play beforehand? Because I loved that. I don't know. Let me think. Uh, oh. <clears throat> it was uh, Gil Melly. Or Gilles Melly? Gilles Melly. Gilles Melly. Gilles Melly. Did um, you do it in um, Scouser? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Even if I tried your scouts, no, it's not the So what's the one that you did? The Georgie one. Uh, uh, Give me one. So um, you went to school in Newcastle, is it right? Uh, why? I, I, no. Uh, because that's quite a good accent. I know, but I've been to Newcastle. Have you met Jimmy now? Uh, no, but I bought. I, I've been record shop in Newcastle. And did you meet Jimmy now? Uh, See, because I quite liked Crocodile Shoes. Remember that song of his, Crocodile yeah, Shoes? Yeah, yeah, And what was the other song his, he did at the same time? Well, he did have Redesign Pet, the soundtrack. No, he? that wasn't him. Was it that? No, that was uh, Terry Waterman, Dennis Waterman from uh, Minder, who sang that. Working really? on a site from morning to night. Yeah, because he sang on all of his... Uh, he yeah, played I know, Bomber. but didn't he... I was thinking that He Jimmy... played Bomber in Redesign Pet. But he had, like, prosthetics on, you know. That's living. Is the song that's living all right? Yeah, yeah, that was by him. Yeah, yeah okay. Because don't you remember there was a bit of trouble because he was getting. They were saying, it it was before this kind of the cultural appreciate appropriation thing that you get now. Oh, uh, me but, doing Geordie accents. But at the time, because he was in trouble for doing a Geordie accent for when he sang the Arvida Zane Pet soundtrack, even though, because he, I don't think this is the thing. I don't think he'd ever even been to Newcastle. And at the time, Newcastle was a massive market for TV soundtracks. I mean, things like, uh, I remember Last of the Summer Wine sold almost 100,000 copies in, in, Newcastle. in Newcastle alone. So it was, in a, it was a big place, and it was quite obvious that he had um, he'd snuck in there with his prosthetics. His pathetic legs. <laughs> his, his, <laughs> his pathetic prosthetics. Um, anyway, the Gil Melly song was Walking Down the Gloomy Streets Alone. Broke, depressed, gonna kill myself blues. Now, I have to ask, can you do that in Geordie? Mm. Walking down the gloomy streets, man. Alone, broke, depressed, gonna kill myself blues. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not a joke. Oh, that was champion. And then, before then, I played 
a session that I did for Late Junction. I was on the piano, and on the trumpet was Tom Arthurs, and on the violin was Angara Davis, and uh, Davies. I'm not sure which. And um, I love that session. It's one of the best. I'm so. I've done a lot of music, you know, yeah. and that's one of the things that I, I still go back to and listen to. It's completely improvised, and uh, I'm going to say it was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> What have you got now? Yeah, this huh? is uh, Sam Skinner. I, I I listened to this today for the first time, and I think I got it a couple of years ago, or maybe is last it good? year. Is it, is it nice? I, it sounded. I've only listened to it once. I thought. It is this the guy good. who's a big hit now? Uh, no, I don't think so. Ezra, is it George Ezra? Is this George Ezra? <laughs> no, it's Sam Skinner. All oh, right. Okay. Oh, a different guy.
That was Dear uh, Darkheart by the Henrys with Mary Margaret O'Hara. And I believe we've played that before, Stephen. You mentioned that we've played it before. No, I said... We, I said um, was he speaking you to the microphone? A, you played it on Mary Margaret O'Hara. But I said I really liked it, but was that that song? I think it was that one, yeah. So and she only got one good song? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you listen to her album Miss America, and then, and then come back and tell me that she's only got one song. I okay? think we, we might... You go, no, go away and listen to Miss America, and then come back and say she's only got one good song. She's got one. That's from 1988. 98 perhaps? I don't know. 88? Oh, the album Miss America. Miss America, yeah. Yeah, it could be, yeah. yeah. Do you have that album? No. I thought you had that album. No, I, it's one that I've never looked at. Okay, well the album does sound a bit Brothers in Arms, but it, it's uh, it's a good record, but it's not as good as that track. That track's like one of the finest records ever. Is that one of the finest songs ever? You know. And is that on a record? Oh, that's not on a record. Is no, it? it's on. A, it's one. It's on yes. a, the Henry's record. Yeah, that's right. I, but I believe she you sang. That I believe she sang that song at John Candy's funeral, which is a bit a bit weird. John Candy, the actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry, you didn't know he died, right? Oh, see, isn't that John Candy? Playing Strange Automobiles. Yeah. Best, best film. Really? He's dead? I mean, it's not as good as Trading Places, but it's in the top three yeah, with uh, with uh, Playing Strange Automobiles, Trading Places, and... Um, the Goonies. Dirty Harry. Oh, really? Yeah. As your three favourite films? But then I've never watched Dirty Harry for, for maybe 20 or 30 years, so I, I wouldn't know what it's like now. Um, and... I've never seen the Goonies, so I couldn't include that in my. You've never seen the Goonies? No, oh, that's really good. We shouldn't talk about films because we'll get we'll talk about films for ages. We'll get complaints. But, um, yeah, because people complain because also people also because they oh, call well. it cinema, and you call it cinema. <laughs> cinema. What do you? And call we just call it. We've just called it film them films. But anyway, the best film ever is Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, and the second best film is probably Doctor Doolittle, with Rex Harrison. Um, people like that film Paddington 2 with Hugh Grant. That's a great film. Yeah. So is that better than um, Doctor Doolittle? No. Because the songs in Doctor Doolittle are incredible. There's a song in Paddington 2 with Hugh Grant, though, at the back. At the end, at yeah. At the end, he does yeah, a song. He does a Rex Harris style. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. Well, did you like Terry Thomas? Terry Tyling? Terry Thomas. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I, I hold Terry Thomas responsible for Brexit. Because people, I think people look back and they all think that they're Terry Thomas. They all think that they're sort of English ah, cad. I see, yes. Holding, holding yeah. against the world, you know, breaking the law and being a wee bit individual. And therefore... It's his fault. Cutting us loose from um, Europe. Well, no, what, it's not... I mean, Scotland didn't vote for... We're, we're getting into dodgy territory here. Scotland yeah. didn't vote for Brexit, no, did they? Did we? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Actually, I didn't vote for anything, I don't think. Oh really? Yeah. What in the in the Brexit thing? Well, I don't vote. Oh, well, that's clever. <laughs> uh, that's for really good people to say. Oh, I don't vote. It, 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 it. Yeah, I know. I know it annoys people, but I just I don't. It doesn't annoy me. It, I don't I, believe in anything. I just pity you. Yeah, but I don't. I don't believe in anything. Anything at all? Do you um, believe in um, rock and roll? Ah. Uh, do you believe in? Do you believe that there's life on other planets? Yeah. So you do believe in one thing? Yeah, I just I don't believe in any of the political. Oh, people. I don't believe in any political people. Absolutely not. But then you have to. I don't hold to a party. You know, I'm not. Oh, I'm 
blah, 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 and nothing like that. It's not like a football team. But I think you have to vote, and especially in these big things, you know, you have to do it. Yeah, that's why. That's exactly why I don't vote, because everybody right. else is. Oh, okay. Well, that's clever. <laughs> Do you want to play some? No, let's. I think we should talk more about how me you've not, managed to get voting. Brexit. Yeah, yeah. Because it was only 0.2%, and that was probably you. No, do you know the thing is, I, I might have voted. I can't remember. The thing is, unfortunately for me, because I, cause as a touring musician, I go to a lot of different countries and I, I kind of want the world just to be as one, you know, mm. love, peace, and harmony, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Unfortunately for me, there's a lot of people that don't feel that. Yeah. But their opinion so do you know is, uh, you're right and I'm a I'm a hippie socialist yeah yeah so because of that if anybody asks me about politics or says anything about politics my immediate response is to say that I don't vote because yeah, yeah. I don't believe it at all yeah. it's not true but I I find that easier than getting into a conversation because I, I, with I'm not talking about with you I mean with anyone listening yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Just, I just say well <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, it's I a tricky think, thing. Oh, I'm not, I'm not going to agree with other people. Yeah, because I think anybody who doesn't agree with me is wrong. Is that why you don't wash? Just out of a sort of, <laughs> a sort of, I'm, I'm going to no, stick out for the rest. That's out of anger. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, anger at the soap. Soap companies. Soap companies. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, man. I, with I totally their smells. Are and you their trying wax. to? Are you trying to use less plastic since all this plastic stuff's come into being? I'm trying to use fewer plastics. Pure plastics. What's a pure plastic? Tell me what. Fewer that is. plastics. Fewer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. oh, I see what you did there. You see, because I'm trying to use less plastic. Less plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's funny, I'm trying to use fewer plastics. Because <laughs> cause you think you're being funny, you think, oh, you're the clever dude. But I'm trying to use less, and let me tell you why. Because I'm buying bulk from the Dundee supermarkets, and therefore I'm losing I guarantee, less plastic. I guarantee <laughs> that whatever you're buying from the Dundee hypermarkets... Um, oh, do you know, right... Oh, no, let's put a record No, no, on. let's finish this. I'm, go, I'm going to rant about the bins. Oh, right, because it's been changed. Yeah. And we can't... We, we can't Now have... we can't put, like, anything in the bins. So why the shops... I, honestly, every time I go to the shop, I want to rip off the packaging and leave it in the shop. Are you that Alan Partridge guy? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't I, want their packaging. No, I, totally I can't recycle it. I totally They shouldn't agree. be giving yeah, it to yeah. me. I'm not asking for pineapples wrapped in yeah, yeah. badger skin. Bananas wrapped in plastic. <laughs> it's funny. They're already they're already wrapped up. I'm sure everyone knows this. But we should do that, man. We should just start leaving stuff on the court floor. Or maybe a trail. Not the floor. Maybe not the floor in the wee bin. We could no, say, Look, they, did you have a plastic bin? Here, they please? should they should have a recycling thing, or they should have somebody paid there to take the packaging off, so that we're not having to recycle. They they should recycle at the source. Well, I've that's just, really annoying. I mean, I try not to. I try to use the local greengrocers for for such things as tomatoes that uh, can be wrapped in something other than plastic. It's, you pay a wee bit more, but, you know. Yeah. But then it's not the same with... When it comes to alcohol, you just buy it anyway. Your yeah. Big, big plastic bag full of beer. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I try and make it. Uh, yeah. Oh, gosh. I think we've got... Oh, gosh, it's, we've done 42 minutes. It's That's because you've been talking about politics. Hey, listen, this is uh, Serpent Musical Wine, which has an amazing... Look at the back cover. The kind of homemade uh, stars dotted around. Oh, yeah, very, very exciting. So so we're going to liven things up a bit. Um, oh, we've had a request. This goes out to um, John Francis. <laughs> 
Dust down, 
Magdalene Sisters from uh, Kansas City, Missouri. There they are. There they are again. I don't know if Kansas City is in Missouri. What do you think it is? Do you think it might be in Kansas? Kansas. Cochran. Kansas. No, I can't remember. Um, that's the end of forty-six thirty. Is it? Thank you. No, we're going to play one more song, just to, but but not the Haunted Sisters. Yeah. Um, how are you? You all right? Did you go swimming this time? No, no. Yeah. I might go later. Yeah, go go tonight. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, bless you all. And um, it's, it's funny doing an afternoon show, isn't it? It is funny doing an afternoon show. It's been there's something about the taste of alcohol in the afternoons. It, it never really mm. feels good. Oh, really? Yeah. That's my favourite time to drink. Oh, really? Yeah, because then the rest of the day, you, like, anything can happen. I'll tell you my favourite time to drink. It's in airports at sort of six, seven in the morning. And you get people walking past just totally judging you. Mm. And I just look back at them and say, I'm a musician. I can I'm, do what I like. I'm on my way to a football match. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> on my way to do a gig and get, you know. And But you get those looks. Come away from him, George. He's drinking at six in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking at six in the morning. I'm just about to get on a plane. <laughs> no one has the same life, you know. Anyway, what, what are you going to play now, man? Look at that. I just found this. Okay, so thanks for listening. Uh, Stephen's going to play the last song now. And what is it, Stephen? It's got... Um, it's uh, John Watt and David Stewart. It's um, 17 minutes past nine. Good night, everyone. The new Pirot Bridge, finest in the country Of the Grunty Cross, it does me raise a cheer It's a Bobby Cross and Mersey can stop it up your jersey with it hit down in London in New Money Fair. Oh, fine Scott and Britain, just the place for tourists. See the bunny pet banks on the road. Fights entertainment, finest in the country. Where the boys they come to if you want to get some tips. The Spitball and Central Park, Neck and Park is in the dark. I guess suppers, hot pies, bingo and chips. Oh, fights got everything, just the place for tourists. See the bunny pet banks on the road. The fights got cocktail, finest in the country. Oh, when it comes to after talk, oh, we'll know them once they've got chicken on the walls of Winnegong. 
cough and white Wally Dodd Oh, ice got everything Just a place for tourists See the bunny pet banks Under the rock Job just working for the state. There's old folks, blind folks, holiday and blind folks. And if you want a submarine, just hurl it out the gate. Oh, ice got everything, just a place for tourists. See the bunny pet banks standing in a row. Ice got everything, just a place for tourists. See the bunny pet banks standing in a You have been listening to John Watt and Davy Stewart with the Beggar's Mantle Keeley Band, consisting of Jock Ritchie on fiddle, Jock Mullen on accordion, Brian Miller on guitar, and Robin McKinn on bass. Recorded by Pete Shepherd at the picturesque farm cottage of Malkanko, high in the rolling hills above the village of Gateside, in the glorious, wonderful kingdom of Fife. Famous for greyhounds, pit bikes, pitch and toss, and the monument to Saranoceferous Tindogus, and of course, the long arm of the Largo Law. And we mean that sincerely, folks. Well, fancy going on, baby? All right, great. What a lazy Sunday it's been. There has always been something wrong with my face.